All right, everybody, and welcome back to another installment of Ask PJ Braun here at Blackstone Labs headquarters. What's up? Looks like we have another assortment of questions here for you today. Feeling Uh, better? I am feeling 100% better. I was so close to death there for a couple days, two, three days, that, like, you know, you you get back on Monday and you you walk outside and you can breathe again. You just feel so much better. You actually remember what life is like. Yeah, people were worried that Chris Heron was going to have to come back as the host. Oh, that would have been tragedy. That would have been even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, no, feeling much better. Um, Missed out on some great stuff over the the couple days that I was out. Some some Kendra action. Uh, There was lots of... uh, Oh, you met... That's right. Missed out on Kendra. Missed out on all the photo shoots. Missed out on the Ryan Loco fun. Missed out on a lot of fun. Missed out on a lot of ass this weekend. A lot of ass. A lot of ass. Fortunately for me, I've had my fair share of seeing ass since I've Started working here, so I've, 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 it's not like I went without really. Yeah. Um, shout out to Ryan Loco for bringing me those shoes too. Ryan Loco's the man. We all love Ryan Loco. I love Ryan, except for one person who I'll tell you off there. Um, oh damn! That's not a diss on you, Ryan. Oh damn! It's just a diss on this person being crazy. Hey, cry, cry. So uh, I guess we'll just start off with uh, question number one. Oh, before we get into the questions, let me just get this out of the way so I can use this from now on. For sure. So I, I got really fired up last night on my podcast. Not my podcast, on my Q&A bonus episode. And I'm much different at night than I am in the morning because I'm not a morning person. So in the morning, I just answer the questions. At night, I tell stories. Just grind through the cardio. Yeah. So um, I don't mind answering the same questions over and over, but it gets old, you know? And I also feel like – because I have a lot of people that are on every single one of my Q&As. And I feel like they're like, oh, we're going to answer the same goddamn questions again. You like know? they can almost answer it for you. Yeah, I've and I know they can. people in your live that like somebody else answers questions. They're like, oh, he's answered this 17 times this week. Here you yeah, go. and they know. Uh, they got all the footnotes and everything. So anyway, um, I, I've, I've gotten the SARMs every day. It's literally every day. And I'm like, do I really have that many new people that are so interested in SARMs? And I think SARMs are great. We are not allowed to sell them. You know, we, we, uh, we got sued a couple of years ago and part of the settlement agreement, which I wish I did not settle on, but I didn't know as much back then. I was a little more conservative. Now I like to fight. Fight it out. Um, that is the PJ Brown way. That is. You just fight until somebody dies. Gives up. And that's it. <laughs> Giving up is You more ain't common. killing me. Giving up is more common. I'm you ain't killing me. I'm killing you first. <laughs> out in Southie. Uh, that's an inside joke. Um, so anyway, I just don't want to talk about SARMs anymore. So I'm going to talk about SARMs right now in this podcast, which is episode number 12. And from now on, I am going to just direct people on my Q&A to just go listen to the beginning of episode 12. So here it is. In a nutshell, guys, this is what SARMs are. My opinion of SARMs, what they do. SARM stands for Select Androgen Receptor Modulator. Now, we were way ahead of the pack when it came to SARMs. And I'm thinking that perhaps now the boom is happening. Now that we're not, of course, allowed to sell them anymore. But we did do very, very well with SARMs. In fact, this is a factual number. Um, we did like a quarter of a million dollars of one product once. Mm. Um, I love factual numbers. Yeah, you got to love the numbers. So that's just one product. And that, and that was when we were a much smaller company. Uh, but they were hot. You know, they were, they were honestly better than poor hormones because there was so much less liver toxicity and they really worked. And SARM stands for Select Androgen Receptor Modulator, which means if you go and look at what steroids do, SARMs do the same thing. So they're selectively working with your androgen receptors. And we all have different amounts of androgen receptors. The people that have more usually wind up being bigger and stronger. Uh, Women obviously have far less, but we all have androgen receptors in our body. And the androgen receptors are what the steroids work with to make you bigger, faster, stronger, et cetera. So SARMs work the same way. And 
they don't bring the negative side effects that steroids bring. And I'm trying to make this as layman's as possible so you guys can get it. So you get the strength. You get the muscle building. Uh, some of them are great for bone density. But you're not going to get the excess aggression, excess oily skin, acne, things like that. You're not going to get as much. You don't have to worry about really much aromatization going on. It's a very conservative way to, to kind of get like that steroid-like feeling. In fact, they're great for people that use steroids and are, are getting off or perhaps bridging um, because you can't just go from being on a bunch of gear to just nothing. It doesn't work that way. You've got to go through a serious PCT. And even after that, you usually don't feel nearly as good. So this is a great, in my opinion, um, product that people can take if they do use gear and want to bridge or if they've never used gear, aren't interested interested in, in doing gear, don't want to pin themselves. A lot of people don't want to pin themselves. Or can I just take a pill? Well, these were pills that were very effective. My favorite one was Osterine. Now, there are many different SARMs. You've got your LDD, LGD, your MKs, and now there's more and more just letters and numbers. Throw them together, and I'm sure it's a SARM. Um, that are coming out more being sold on these research chem sites. And you got to proceed with you know your own discretion on those sites because you are kind of breaking the law. It's, it's called gray area, gray market products. Um, when you're getting into gray market products, they're not necessarily legal for human consumption, but legally they can be sold as, uh, for, for research purposes only. So let's say you're in Australia and you've got this kangaroo. That's a little slight of body weight. You know, you could, you could, for research purposes, order these things and give them to your kangaroo. Because it's, it's not for human consumption, it's for research purposes. And your kangaroo could, could get these really good results and get a lot more muscular. If you ever really needed a super jacked kangaroo or koala just hanging around to yeah. do your security you should, I don't know why you would want that because uh, kangaroos are pretty jacked anyway, and they'll, they'll beat the shit out of you. Yeah, you start giving a kangaroo some selective they're, They always want to fight, too. Like, like, they're always the males. They'll wreck you. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen videos. You gotta, you gotta stick to like wombats. Imagine, imagine if those ones in the videos were all on the SARMs. Just <laughs> madness. <laughs> they're, they're, they're all muscle too. They'll wreck you. Um, wombats are cool. They're, they won't mess you up, and neither will koalas. They're just pretty lazy. I didn't, I didn't mean to distract with the exotic animals. So Sorry. If you had an exotic animal that you wanted to give the SARMs to, then you would be within the the legal terms of the gray area. As long as it was for research purposes only. Because if you're doing it for like an underground kangaroo boxing ring, that's also illegal. <laughs> don't do yes. that shit. Don't do that. We don't. We don't, <laughs> we don't support not, that shit. We do not support that at all. So there you have it. That's what SARMs are. That's what they do. Um, Osterine is uh, something that women can use very effectively and not have to worry about negative side effects where typically you see women using Anavar, which is a pure anabolic, right? No androgenic side effects at all. It's just going to build muscle. That's why women typically use Anavar. Here's the thing. If you're not getting it from a doctor, most of these douchebag bodybuilders that you know from the gym that are trying to bang you are giving you some sort of methylated product. And that's why you're breaking out and getting really horny and oily and your hair is falling out. So it's huge. Yeah. I've had so many girls be like, Every time I started taking the Anavar, I've been breaking out all over my back. I'm like, that's because those are D-balls. <laughs> um, breaking out everywhere. And I can't keep my hands off my boyfriend. <laughs> I had one girl. I'm not even making this up. This is just for the sake of the show. I had one girl. Uh, she was a bodybuilder. And she was like, I don't know what's going on. She was taking these Primabolin tablets, which are also always D-balls too, by the way. <laughs> um, and I was like, where'd you get those? And uh, there was this. There used to be this company called British Dragon, right? She was like British Dragon. Everybody knew about British BDs. Dragon. Yeah, BDs. Just taking BDs. She's like, oh, I, I've been like sitting on the edge of my couch, like you know, like on the armrest, and just grinding on it and just getting off like six, seven times in a row. And I was like, Jesus, Jesus Christ! I'm like, those are D balls, by the way. Jesus, those are the pink tie D balls. Fucking Viagra, Jesus. Yeah, it's crazy. That's what it does, though. You can't be putting an, an aggressive androgen in a woman's body. So, 
Osterine has mild androgenic properties, so it'll get a woman very hard, but it won't yield the negative side effects like you see on these, these aggressive methylated products. So women, when we stopped selling um, our product, OsterX, I had all these bikini girls that were buying like 10 bottles. Like, oh my God, this, this has like been like a career changer for me. You know, I won my pro card on this stuff and with so many girls. So, it um, works really well for women. Yeah. Um, and all they need is 10 milligrams. So um, Osterine is my favorite one if you're curious. LGD is okay. Um, I always really liked Osterine. Guys, you need about 30 milligrams to really notice anything out of it. Girls, only 10. Um, but again, we are not legally allowed to sell them ever. Um, and so for that reason, I do not want to talk about it anymore. One other thing that I have to talk about, this was a question that was submitted to me, uh, via Instagram. Please try not to do that, but I do like this person. Uh, and that's why I'm answering it for him. He just asked me what arachidonic acid is. It is omega six fatty acids. Um, so most people are focused on omega threes. That's what you're getting out of your fish oils. You're getting omega three fatty acids, which are essential, like for normal heart health. Now you don't need omega six acids unless you have a deficiency of linoleic acid. Now, here's my whole thing. You can just get CLA. CLA stands for conjugated linoleic acid, and there's your omega-6 source right there. So it's inexpensive. Don't get all confused by, you know, if, if your doctor told you to, to, to get arachidonic acid, you'll be fine taking the CLA, which you can get anywhere and everywhere, and they press it from safflower seeds. To get yourself, like, through a dietary just eating enough omega-6, you'd have to eat a lot of red meat, dairy, things like that, which is, it's kind of like, in, in essence, almost counterproductive because most people that are taking it are taking it for heart health. And if you start slamming all that red meat, it's, it's going to be enough cholesterol that where that it's too much at that point. So that's your, that's your, that's your, uh, Instagram, uh, listener submission. He didn't have time to get on, uh, and, and email me. Um, but I, I, like I said, I like him. I told him I would do it in the beginning of the episode. And now We'll turn it over to you, my friend. Very honorable, PJ, answering the questions, even though you said to get them in before a certain time and they didn't, and you still accommodate the people. So the first question we have here for you today is, uh, says, hey, PJ, I am a swimmer and have real difficulties training my shoulder. You often tell that you wish you would have trained your shoulders differently back in the days. Any recommendations on how to train your shoulders without ruining them long term? Thanks for all the Q&A as they are much appreciated. Sincerely, Philip. Uh, if anybody knows about beat up shoulders, it's me because I have two beat up shoulders and I have for a long time. Swimming, although great for the body, is going to be a lot of workload on the rotator cuffs, um, primarily the rotator cuffs, because you're getting a lot of internal and external rot- rotation as well as adduction and abduction. You're, you're, you're getting stimulation depending on what stroke you're doing all over the place. Now, it is definitely easier on your shoulder to be in the water than to be doing something with a dumbbell. What you're going to have to do is focus on internal, external rotation, um, abductor, adductor motions with bands. Um, you want resistance bands. You know, these are the things that if you strengthen up all those little muscles the right way will make it easier to train those other uh, body parts and to directly train the shoulders without injuring it worse. Um, and strengthening up all those little muscles are, are very important for um, proper mobility of the shoulder as well. So don't slack on those, those exercises. They, they go a long way. Next question is coming from uh, Jasmine. She says, I've been suffering for the last three weeks on a ketogenic diet. I broke keto one day out of three weeks. I've seen a tremendous weight loss in those three weeks. However, my long-distance running training performance has been suffering. I've incorporated after a long-distance run Monday through Friday eating steak for my recovery meal. However, my digestive system hasn't been able to process it well. I suffer from severe IBS and have food allergy to dairy. I know for recovery previously on 90-minute runs or more with 175 or more beats per minute low intensity, I've needed some sort of carbohydrate recovery, also non-fibrous, because I tend to get runner's trot. 
Is it even possible to keep a keto diet as a long distance runner? Can you stay on a keto diet and have a quarter cup to a half cup of jasmine rice immediately after a run of 90 minutes or more on the weekends? My runs tend to be an hour long recovery run. So keeping keto on the weekends is not hard. Need guidance, not need guidance. I would get off the ketogenic diet if you're going to be running that, that long. It's just, you're, you're taking yourself out of ketosis when you're putting the carbs in after the run. It's, it's, counterproductive the way that you're eating unfortunately so you're going to have to get into some form of of carb cycling where you're taking in more carbs before the harder runs you definitely don't want to have as much after because you're going to get caught in um a zone of just bringing yourself back to where you started and that's that's not what you want to do so um i i would suggest getting off keto getting onto some sort of carb cycle um, I'm not a big fan of long distance runners, but if it's something that you love, I would tell you to stick with it. If you love it. Um, I never met a runner with a good body. No offense to the runners out there. I've never have ever, never have it's you not something you see very often. No, you don't. Like if you watch like the Boston marathon, they're just skinny people running, you know, think about it like a car, like drag cars are specifically designed to have big, thick tires, good on the track, yep. really fast. One mm-hmm. time, you know, runners, they're designed to go really long distances, which means you don't want to have a lot of body weight. They're like bicycles. You know, exactly. They're Same like 10 speed bicycles. Same thing. You know, it's, it's very hard to have like, you know, a lot of muscle mass and go for long no. distances on foot. If you look at here is, this is the, the perfect way to, to sum it up. Running is running, right? Look at what a, a long distance runner looks like. That's somebody that runs for a long time. And look what a sprinter looks like. They both run, but they look way different. Totally different. So your sprinter is doing hit. Your runner is doing lists. And that is the big difference there. So if you like to run, you love to run, you want to improve your run times, by all means, keep on running. It's good for your heart. Um, if you want to look as good as you can possibly look, try some sprints. Those you're still running. Things, those two things may not go hand in hand yeah, for you. Still, but you know, where running. there's a will, there's a way. If that's what you love to do, you, know, you may just it's have just, to tweak just, your diet. It's, it's tough. You know, a lot of the guys that I know that do Ironman competitions, they're in great shape. They're very lean. But these guys carry like cookies and shit with them when they're running. Like literal cookies, like right. chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. I mean, you're just, you're just feeding your body. God damn, this is annoying. Is that my phone? I don't know why my ringer is on. Sorry, I just ruined the whole show, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We'll move to the next one. Next yeah. one comes from Daniela. She says, I turned 18 this month, and I've decided to start going to the gym and working out. Very good choice. My main goal is to gain muscle. Do you have any tips for someone who is just starting out? Anything I should or shouldn't be doing? Also, is there any supplements that are good to start taking so I can start gaining muscle mass? Should I take creatine? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. I guess, actually, Jonathan is the one that asked, but he sent it from Daniela Shea's email account. Oh, hello to both of you. Um... Well, you're a beginner, so realistically, everything you do is going to work. That's the fun part about starting up on a new routine in the gym when you're a beginner. Um, here's my advice. Do one body part a week. Um, a day, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> one body part a week, you'll get jacked. <laughs> Just work out one time. Do one body part a day. Don't overdo it. A lot, a lot of young guys are like, oh, I'm going to bench today, and then I'm going to bench again on Wednesday, I'm going to bench again on Friday and Sunday too. And I'm like, oh, my God. you know, And, and – uh, you can get away with doing a lot of things when you're young, but don't go crazy. So, so let's get you on a one body part per day training split. Now, I suggest you take at least one day off a week. Two is ideal, um, but I know guys that train every day. I did that for a very long time. In my teens, I was lifting every day, seven days a week. Um, make sure you're eating enough protein. I would suggest having, if you can do five or even six meals a day, and every one of those meals should have a healthy breakdown of proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. Um, you know, obviously you're going to want to educate yourself on, you know, proper technique to the exercises. Don't rush the weights in the gym. Um, don't go crazy with the supplements. If you're going to be a beginner, you'll get great results on the food. Now you can take all of Blackstone Labs products, uh, and get good results, but 
without knowing enough about what you look like or what you're doing and everything else, I couldn't say which product would be the perfect product for you. I can tell you that adding in a protein supplement is great to just get the extra protein in. Our product Juiced Up is something that anyone at any level can take every day. Um, and I'm talking even your grandma could take it and benefit from it. I have my grandpa on it. Um, if you're trying to cut some body fat, Trojan Horse has no stimulants in it. It's great. Hype is great. You know, you're going to get vasodilation. You're going to get the nitric oxide boosting effect, better pumps. That'll, that'll make you more mo- motivated when you see yourself getting all pumped up. You probably don't need a pre-workout, you know, when you're young and are a beginner. But if you take a pre-workout, it's going to get you more amped up to train. Um, I would stay away from the aggressive stuff like the, the pro-hormones like Chosen One, Brutal Force, Abnormal. Um, and I would also stay away from Eradicate. You don't need that. But we do have numerous products that you can take that will benefit you really well. Um, take your time and don't rush. This is a marathon, not a sprint while we're on the, runnings, the running subject. And if you need a little bit more uh, customized advice, you can always call into the call center at one 454 6861 Speak to a muscle boy and they will be able to tell you a little bit more about what would be best for you and your goals based on your, uh, your body type and what's going on with you personally. And they're happy to help, guys. That's what they're there for. They're all very well skilled and trained in, in what – to do with the products and eating and training uh, and any of the products that I talked about just now juiced up um, the pre-workouts the hype all you got to do is just add a 20 to the name so juiced up will be juiced up 20 and uh, that's a special podcast discount that we're offering for you guys so if you hear us talking about something on the show and you're inter- interested in trying it um, let's say we talk about dust you know you just go to the dust page and where it says add coupon code you just put in dust 20 it'll give you a 20% discount and that code will always work for you guys. And if you're calling into the call center to uh, get some advice on that and you want to place an order right then when you're on the phone, you can just let them know that code and they will get you that 20% off as well. There you go. Next question comes from Tyler. He says, hey, PJ, could you discuss your time at UConn as it relates to your training and nutrition and what you were doing at school? I remember you talking about having a mentor there who showed you certain things and you guys studied similar things. I also went there for three years and it really hit home for me. In my experience, no one really was serious about nutrition and training. I never really made any connections like you did and the school gym was horrible. Thanks for everything, PJ. And also thanks for introducing me to Minas Carney from your Instagram. I am in the Danbury area. Best of everything to you and the Blackstone Labs team. Oh, I miss Minas Carney so much. I'm so jealous of you. I have yet to find a place like that, man. It's so good. Um, it's just, you know, either you got to go all out and go to like Texas State Brazil or there's just nothing even close on, on like the small scale level. <laughs> um, I miss Minas Carney. But uh, I'm glad that you're, you have found that little gem. I used to eat there every single day, like literally. I, I, like I never missed a day. I even had my own little table. Oh, they just they just made sure to reserve that one in the corner for the it, big it, guy. You didn't even need to make reservations because they're almost like little like like picnic tables, hmm. and they just had like a little cover on them. And you know, you just go in. They, the red and white like traditional cover. Yeah, Good you know, time. very basic. Good times. Um, I think they're green now. As I went back in town, they gave the place a little bit of a facelift. Lift. Oh, They've man. been doing good. But it's, you know, it's just like any Brazilian steakhouse. They cut all the meats right onto your plate for you. It's the shit. Yeah, because if i got to cut my own meat, that's just terrible. No, it's great. And it's, it, that place is ridiculously cheap. So I used to eat there every day for like eight bucks. Can't beat that. Great bodybuilder food. I would just get steak and, and rice and beans. Um, so when I went to uh, UConn, I was um, mentored by a guy named Rene Abreu. To this day, is the most brilliant man I've ever met uh, when it comes to nutrition and training and, and the chemistry, everything that goes into it. Um, he um, actually was uh, part of the board of directors that actually wrote uh, National Academy of Sports Medicine's book. Uh, he's that smart. And um, he was a master, master trainer. Had some of the most impressive genetics I've ever seen. I had never seen anybody on steroids before, so that was pretty cool. Um, he stood out like a sore thumb. Um, but had I not met him, 
I would still say that I would have wound up going in the direction that I went regardless. I, I just was fortunate that I got to go through a lot less trial and error. Now, I still use many of the things that I learned from him today with people that I help and things that I tell you guys. And this is stuff that I've, I've had passed down to me from Renee, you know, 17, 18 years ago. So it's pr- pretty crazy um, how advanced that he was. You don't need to have somebody up there like that to help you. You just need to, to know what you're doing and, and, and educate yourself. Now, the, the, the toughest part about all of it isn't the workout. It's the meals because it's, it's expensive to eat like a bodybuilder. So I had to follow the sales in the paper. I would always be able to find where chicken was on sale for $1.89 a pound. You know, and I'd go to that store and I would just load up with as much as I could. Jared's calling me. And um, I would keep in the freezer, you know, and that saves you a lot of money. And, and my diet was super basic. I ate what was in, inexpensive. So I ate chicken, oats, and cream of rice. You know, I didn't really eat veggies. That was just an, another expense. I was like, ah, screw it. I'm not going to spend money on veggies. And just I, water to fill your Yeah, room. I got five bucks left. I ain't buying veggies, you know. So, <laughs> you know, you do what you got to do to get by. And you'd be surprised what your body can get. You know, you, you can buy cans of tuna. I think tuna is gross. But, you know, a lot of my buddies were just, you know, they'd have their parents bring them up like a shitload of cans of tuna. You know, and and they stayed on their bodybuilding plan. So it's 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 not that hard. You just got to follow the sales and um, you know spend your money wisely. Get those bogo deals at Publix. Yes, for sure. Well, if you're in Florida, <laughs> well, if you're in UConn like I was, you have no Publix. <laughs> All right, which feeds no pub subs, which is mm. honestly a fate worse than death. Zero pub subs. Next question is coming from our boy Sway. It says, "What's up, Lord Braun? What up? Want to say thanks for your guidance so far during the PJ contest. I've lost just over ten pounds so far." I don't want to lose too much weight, but I want to strip as much body fat as possible. I plan on dropping another three to five pounds or so and then switching over to the adding good quality size as cleanly as possible for the rest of the contest. How do you recommend I tailor my training and diet to make these thing, these changes as successful as possible? Thanks, PJ. And Josh, glad to see you're feeling better. Thank you, Sway. Well, I wish I knew more about what you were doing, like, specifically, like, at every meal. Um, you know... Without knowing enough about what you look like either, I would just tell you, as long as you're losing a pound or two pounds a week, don't change anything. You want to keep it consistent. So once you start hitting those plateaus, you know, you're just going to reduce the calories a little bit. I think cycling your calories is great. Um, I usually recommend people starting out with like a high day, a medium day, and a low day. And then I'll usually typically go aggressively into like one high day followed by three low days um, where you're just confusing your body, con- con- confusing your metabolism, confusing your thyroid um, to respond. And... If you do that, you should keep steady progress going the whole time. All right. Next question comes from James. He says, hey, I love the podcast. I've been wanting to stop the stim pre-workouts due to high blood pressure, and I love the pump more, and I have been thinking about trying citrulline and Cialis pre-workout combo. Is it safe to take Cialis if you're on a blood pressure medication? I'm on an ARB inhibitor, a generic version of Benicar at 40 milligrams. Thanks. So I'm not really well um, versed in ARB inhibitors. I know if you're on an MAO inhibitor, you should not take Cialis. This is something that you should ask your doctor. I think you're okay, but I still think that you need to ask your doctor. Um, if you take an MAO inhibitor with Cialis, you'll have a very, very big, big, big decrease in blood pressure to the point where you'll feel like you're going to pass out um, and you may faint. So that's why you can't do that. Now, I'm not so sure about that particular medicine. I, I like, like I said, I think you're okay, but you've got to, when you're on blood pressure medication, you're going to watch that you don't bring the blood pressure too low. Um, so that's what something they're going to have to ask your doctor. Was this a multi-part question? I believe it was just about if it was safe to take. Yeah. And then as far as the citrulline goes, you, you can absolutely take citrulline. Um, if you're not taking the Cialis. And if you are taking the Cialis, you really don't need citrulline. He said, think about trying the citrulline Cialis combo. Yeah. I mean, you really don't need the citrulline if you're taking Cialis. That's like, if you had a fire that was like burning all the trees in your backyard and you just started throwing matches in it. (laughs) 
All right. Yeah, man. You definitely want to check with your doctor. You don't want to. The two things you don't want to play with in life are your pumps and your boners. Pumps and boners. Check you're with your doctor. All right. <laughs> Next one comes from Ruben. He says, hey, my name is Ruben. This is the second time I've emailed some questions. Thanks for responding to my first set. Love all your products. If you're on an HRT dose of test, which is 200 milligrams SIP and 200 milligrams DECA, I, and I add chosen one or just bump up the test to 400 milligram, and why? I've been binge watching all of your videos for the past month. And in one of your videos last year, you said you switched your keto diet to a diet where you would have 300 grams of carbs one day and the rest of the week you would put all the fats, you would pull all the fats and have only 25 grams of carbs along with about 200 grams of protein. Can you explain this diet in detail? And on that day of 300 grams of carbs, did you have any fats? My final question for you for the fat loss diet, would it be better to add creatine or recomp and why? All right. So let's take it from the top. First question was, um, um, I honestly, I don't know what was up with the first question it said, if, if you're on an HRT dose of test, 200 milligrams. Oh, I think, sip. I think he was asking, should he double the test or should he take chosen one? If you could do one or the other, I would go up to 400 milligrams of test all day. Now, if you could do both, the chosen one will, will help you get more out of the testosterone. Your free testosterone levels will go higher. If you're doing 200 milligrams of DECA with 200 milligrams of sipinate, and, and you're asking if you should bump one or the other though, like you absolutely keep the test higher than, than, than the DECA. That'll prevent you from getting DECA dick. Second question was um, about the diet where you switched from keto to. Yeah. So this was extremely like crazy and it's not something that I recommend people do. This is not something I was doing when I was contest prepping. This is something that I did later in life where I was like, I can just like starve weight off my body. It doesn't work. Yes. Um, but it's, it's brutal. Um, and it's not something you can do for long periods of time. I will probably do that in this BPJ. I'll probably do it for the last five, six weeks just to really, really pull as much as I can out. Like right now I'm just cruising on keto, making slow, steady gains. I'm happy. Um, but when I want to like, you know, dial it in and I start getting closer, I'll go to that extreme. And what I'll do is I'll, you know, I'll have one high carb day. That'll be somewhere between 200 and 300 grams of carbs. And then I'll go three days where I only have 25 grams of carbs at the first meal. And you're just running on empty when you do that. Now in the beginning, I will leave some fats in at the meals, maybe three of the meals, uh, out of my six meals that I eat. Um, but as I get closer, I will actually keep the fats out. Now on the high carb day, I'll reduce the protein a little bit. So if I'm having eight ounces of protein on the high, um, carb day, I'll probably only have about five ounces of protein and I'll keep fats out completely because my, I want my body to just keep glycogen loading those carbs. I'll also use glycolog on that day. So these are, these are things that are very specific to that type of extreme diet that have to be done. Final question was for the fat loss diet. Would it be better to add creatine or recomp and why? You're trying to get as lean as possible, so you're going to want to do the recomp all day. Recomp for life. The creatine is going to put some water on you, so it could potentially make you look fuller, but it's not going to do anything for burning your fat. Or making you look leaner. Yep. <clears throat> hey, PJ. First, I want to say thanks for the contest. It's extra motivation I needed to get back in shape after having a baby and making excuses about being exhausted. I think the concert is driving me harder than the cash. My question is, with Anivar and optimal timing for doses, I have farm-grade oxandrolone and 50 milligrams a cap. This is my first real oral. I've been reading about the half-life, and it's reported 8 to 9 hours. If I'm taking one cap of 50 milligrams per day, will I be better off using pre-workout or at night before bed to maximize the peak blood volume to the first 9 hours? Or am I just totally overthinking this? Or optionally say fuck it and do 100 milligrams a day to keep blood volumes higher? Also, I just wanted to let you know I'm definitely digging the pear burn. It gets me through the mornings with only a protein shake. Thanks for your advice, Bo. All right. Well, for starters, if you wanted to go all out, doing the 100 milligrams twice a day is the all-out way to go. And it's really not all, all that liver toxic. When, you, when you're in a high dose like that, there is a tiny little bit of liver toxicity. The things that I've read suggest that over 70 milligrams is when you get into the hepatoxic range. Now, as far as other orals that are out there, this is the safest way to go. Um, 
if you do a 50 milligram capsule, because I know it's not going to be a tablet. Nobody makes 50 milligram tablets. If, 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 you, if that's what you have, it's fake. It's a capsule. Open it up. Split it into two little piles of, e- of equal powder. Do one in the morning and one at night. That solves that problem right there. Definitely better to keep it even in your, in your blood. If you're only going to do it once a day and you just want to pop the capsule, do it somewhere an hour or two before you work out. Um, you'll still get good results regardless of having half the day and not being active in your system. So don't worry about that. Did I answer all the questions? I believe so. Yeah. All right. Next one comes from Mike. He says, hey, PJ, I'm from Lake Worth, Florida, but recently just got deployed to Puerto Rico again to help with the disaster relief on the, on the island. I'll be there for the next two to four months or so and have a personal mission. I'm not in the military, but I am out here doing private executive transportation security contract with Homeland Security and FEMA as a paramedic and an armed guard. I don't usually reach out to people for questions, but I've always appreciated your honesty, openness, and willingness to give great advice. I've recently DM'd you after amazing transformation that you made public along with the podcast. I was able to get some great tips, but wanted to ask you two things if possible. I'm 31 years old and was able to get, and currently 5'9", about 207 pounds. I've never been this out of shape and have put all of the extra weight on in my abdominal region. Last year, I went through some hard times personally and let myself go like never before. And now because I'm out here and away from all the distractions back home, I want to get into the best shape possible. There is a GNC down the street and a Planet Fitness nearby. I was wondering how much you charge for a simple outline of everything I can do to lose 20 to 25 pounds. My work schedule is seven days a week, working nine to 10 hours a day. I'm open to all your ideas. Two days... Two a days, keto, 16 hour carb cycling, whatever. I've done a little research and just want to get your outlook. The place that my crew goes to lunch every day is super fresh taco stand that is exactly structured like Chipotle with fresh chicken, steak, rice, etc. I just want to do whatever it takes to get back into feeling and being healthy again. Any advice would be truly appreciated. Thank you for your time. Keep the podcast and product creations coming. Sincerely, Mike. Thank you for the kind words, Mike. Um, I think that you can solve your issues pretty pretty uh, easily, actually. Uh, my advice is go into a ketogenic diet. Anybody that's going to be asking about um, fat loss, for the most part, I'm going to point you in that direction. So you're going to go to a ketogenic diet. Tons of information online about that. Um, also, think that you should get on, a, if you can, five days a week training split. If you want to take some days off, I would go right in the middle of the week, Wednesday. So you get that nice little little midweek um, rest period. And then come back strong for the rest of the week. Maybe make rest on Sunday also. Get yourself onto some cardio. If you're going keto, I would recommend try to get fasted in the morning. Start out slow. Low intensity steady state, maybe a half an hour a day. Um, and of course, as far as products go, you know, if your if your primary goal is is uh, you know weight loss, fat loss, we have the uh, the stack on the website that we had for the BPJ, which was the Trojan Horse and Paraburn, great, great, great combo. Um, mild as far as how aggressive it is in a, a stimulant aspect, um, but you know you're going to have the uncoupling fat burner with the, the Trojan Horse stimulant free, which is great, and you're going to have the appetite support and the thyroid support in the Paraburn. So you're getting uh, you know the best of everything there. You add that stuff into your life, and you'll start pro- progressively training, <clears throat> changing. Excuse me. All right, next one comes from Martin. He says, hello, PJ. Thanks for the great information you provide. I'm currently on HRT using 200 milligrams of test E split into three shots a week and 0.25 milligrams of Arimidex every other day. I have the option from my doctor to up the dose of testosterone to 400 milligrams a week for six weeks twice a year. Do you feel I would benefit more from that or adding a product like Chosen One to my regular HRT protocol? Last year, I bumped my testosterone to 400 milligrams a week for two months while upping my Arimidex to 0.5 milligrams every other day and had very little gains. I also have access to pharma-grade Winstraw tabs or injections, but I'm worried of its effects on my lipids. I'm 45 years old, 5'11", 185 pounds, and 8% body fat. Thanks and have a great day, Martin. 
Um, what I would do is I would absolutely do the six-week blasts at 400 milligrams. Make sure you're eating more protein when you do this, okay? Because that extra um, surge of testosterone is going to en- enhance your protein synthesis. So if you didn't make enough changes to your diet, you're not going to get results. So it, there's no way you wouldn't get better results from doing 400 milligrams of testosterone versus 200. You're doubling it. And you're going from an HRT dose to like a bodybuilding dose. So you, you in my opinion, w- without pointing the finger at you and not knowing what you did – I would assume that like you had to not be eating enough food. And, and, and if you're not eating enough food, my opinion is you're wasting your time bumping the dose. So you should increase the food and try to really put on size, like train to grow, eat to grow. Then when you're done with those six weeks, you can go down and, and in, in between, by all means, run chosen one for eight weeks at a time and maximize what you're getting out of that single shot a week of HRT testosterone. You'll get a lot out of that. So, you know, I would – Definitely do those two times a year for six weeks and, and, and call those like a mass building phase where you increase your calories. Who, who cares if you get a little softer? Um, I don't think that you need to worry about Winstrol and those other things. And, you know, if you're concerned with your lipid panels, then, then stay away from those things. But, you know, six weeks, that's 12 weeks total out of 52 weeks. That's 40 weeks that you're not doing it. So it, it's a very small amount of time to expect big, big gains, but you will definitely gain if you do it the right way and, and eat enough. Yeah, and then using, you know, Chosen One, Methaquad, something in between in the bridging, you could definitely help. Yep. All right, next one comes from Yuki. It says, hello, PJ and Josh. You already know it, but I always appreciate all the motivation and support you both give me. I couldn't thank BSL enough for what it is in the games it's helped me achieve. My question is regarding the DHEA Elite Stack that you had been so kind to hook me up with. It contains all three hardcore subs, Brutal Force, Abnormal, Chosen One, along with Gear Support and Eradicate. However, it also contains Methaquad Extreme. Currently this cycle, I am taking hardcore subs twice, morning and night, gear support and eradicate three times, morning, lunch, and night, methaquad once pre-workout with the other nightly dose. Is This is on top of Dust V2, Hype, Juiced Up, Glycolog, sometimes Euphoria, Resurgence, Formula 19, and Trojan Horse that I am taking already. I believe you said methaquad is an all-in-one pill. It also does contain the same amount of vermicin as eradicate. In the last Ask PJ podcast, episode 9, you and Josh mentioned it's okay to double or triple dose Methaquad, but would, would it be okay to do so while taking the other three hardcore stack subs? I'm also taking Eradicate with gear support three times a day, as it says on the BSL website. But with Methaquad in my diet, should I cut back on Eradicate? Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to answer my questions. Hashtag loyalty is everything, dragon. <laughs> I don't think you need to cut back and eradicate because you're, you're adding in the, the, the methaquad. So it's kind of balancing itself out at that point. Um, I appreciate your knowledge on the products and how many of the different products you've tried and used. That's awesome. Um, you've, you're obviously no beginner when it comes to Black Sun Lab supplements. Um, my advice would be to go a little more aggressive with the methaquad and, and, and you know, run it for a month and, and see if you notice a big difference or not. Um, by being on eradicate with that, all it's going to do is just keep you drier. You know, you, you, drier, harder. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I take a milligram of Arimidex every single day, and that's just on HRT testosterone. So, And a shout-out to you, Dragon Man. If there is one person that I had to say is absolutely killing it in the Legion, and anytime somebody asks and they message in, they say, hey, you know, what are you guys looking for? A lot of the times I point them and I say, hey, look at this guy's profile. He is killing it. Yeah, and I'm going to drop some knowledge on you guys right now. It's gonna, this is going to blow your guys' minds. But um, Dragon, if I were a betting man, I would bet the dragon would win the trip to the Arnold just based on sheer amount of posts. I mean, there's really nobody else. I mean, there's a couple other people close to his range, mm-hmm. but this, he's just killing it. But he's here's the deal. It. So I had Clay pull the codes before I came in here. He's in second place tied with Barbell Bacon, another guy who posts a lot. Right. The person who's in first that's in first by two codes, I've never even heard of. No Whoa. disrespect to that person. 
And if that person winds up winning, that means they just came out of the woodwork. And yeah, that's what it looks like. I've never. It's 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 a series of um, letters and numbers. It's I'm, like a, it's like a peptide. I'm gonna have to go and check that out because I haven't seen the code uses uh, at all this week. So I'm gonna have to go and see who that is on the top of the list. Yeah, I believe this person. I want to say had six, and everybody else has like four, three. Um, so something to uh, look at, guys, because it's very it's very close. If if first place has six. And then there's guys with four. It's anybody's game. This is what I've been saying. This is running till the 19th, and it's just straight numbers. Whoever's number is the highest, that person gets a trip to the Arnold. If if there's a tie, then neither one of you go. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we'll figure something out if there's a tie. Please, Lord, don't let there be a tie. Because um, I can't I can't afford to bring two. If there's a tie, I'll just go and buy a product using somebody's code. <laughs> <laughs> we'll flip a coin on it. Um, uh, but just yeah, to, uh, just to address something real quick for uh, those of you in the Legion, that um, a question that we get asked a lot, whether it's uh, directly to me at the sponsor at Blackstone Labs email, or um, you know, sometimes you ask your reps, and it's totally fine. You're they are able to check it for you. Sometimes they are not always able to get the most updated number of your code uses. But uh, because your code uses, um, everybody joins at a different date, so there's going to be different um, times of the week where different chunks of the 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 rosters actually getting updated from the website so you know you may know for a fact that you have five code uses and when you ask your rep it only says three on our end and then if you were to ask us again the next day it'll say five but that's something that we can't really keep track of on a minute-to-minute basis so for those of you that that reach out to your rep or to me and ask every day how many times your code has been used honestly man it's not something that can be tracked on a minute-to-minute basis and it's all calculated at the end of the month to continuously ask how many times your code has been used every day or multiple times a week really doesn't yield you any uh benefit just simply because at the end of the month that's when everything's going to be tallied up if you have over five or if you have over 10 or if you have over 20 code uses or something like that we're going to reach out to you we're going to let you know (laughs) you're definitely going to be contacted and and you know rewarded for having such high code uses yeah and we've been i feel like we've been really on top of everything with you guys you know some of you and this is not a a a dig by any means but some of you are are a little bit I don't want to say ridiculous, but a little bit much with the amount of messages like, hey, nobody responds to my email. Nobody responds to my email. You got to give it some time, guys. I mean, we've got so many people that are in the program that are happy in the program. It's obvious that we are answering the questions to have that many people in the program. The people seem very, very happy. Um, Now, I will tell you this. I'm not going to be a slacker when it comes to following up with people and watching what people are doing. So if you're in the program and you're not doing what we want, you're not going to stay in the program. And there's a couple people that I'm disappointed in right now. I'm not going to say their names. There are a couple people that I'm very, very impressed with. Uh, and there are most of the people doing a solid job. So the people that are impressing me day in and day out are going to be the ones that win customer of the month and that also get rewarded with full sponsorship. So I'm going to announce the next uh, athlete to be pulled up into the full sponsorship program at the Arnold. It's going to be a little fun thing that I do at the Arnold. I'm going to shoot a video in the booth and put it out. Also... Something that I thought of the other day that Barbell Bacon actually dropped a friggin' smackdown on my idea, but I actually thought he made a very valid point. So Barbell Bacon, who's a great, great, great Legion member, he's also a police officer, a, a cool police officer, as I like to call him, because most people don't like the popos. Goddamn pigs. Not a fan. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> m- most people aren't, but he's a cool cop. So shout out to all the cool cops out there. There are, there are cool cops out there. Um, you know... He started a Legion chat group, right? And this is for the diehard Legion members only. You know, so 
they don't want people that are just going to like troll around in there because it's going to be a few months before we perfect everything with the Legion, but there will be some trolls for sure. There'll be people that are just jumping in for the ride and hoping that, you know, they can use Blackstone to get, you know, whatever it is they're trying to get. And we see you. Um, yes, we do. And then there are the people that really love Blackstone that were already using Blackstone products, the people that take what they do seriously, the people that are helping other people. We're watching them closely. So what I was saying was that I wanted to do a, a Legion exclusive T-shirt. And it's only going to be for Legion members, nobody else. And it'll be a, a expense that I eat, and I'm not uh, afraid of eating the expense, or, nor am I stressed about it, whether it's $5 a shirt or whatever that I have to eat. I don't care. Um, it will be only for the Legion members. And I, um, we haven't picked out a design yet, but it'll most likely say Legion Strong because I've noticed a lot of you using that hashtag, and I think it's a cool hashtag. Um, and it's something that you guys can know and be proud of and, and post in and, and know that only you guys have that shirt. Now, what Barbell Bacon said was he feels that it should be a privilege to have that free shirt and that it should be awarded to the Legion members that are the most active, not just to every single member, because he says that he has seen people in the Legion that aren't posting at all. And I will, I will also say that I've seen people in the Legion that don't even have anything about the Legion in their bio. They don't even have anything about Blackstone Labs in their bio. I take my time to make you a personal custom welcome graphic and you don't even post it yep so how could you expect to be treated the same way that the people who are busting their asses um without doing anything and um you know that's what being an ambassador for a company is all about you represent the company so if you don't have anything that says that you're with a company in your bio and you're not really posting either you know we're not going to go out of our way for you while we're on that topic before i forget this um so just to, to give you guys a little bit of insight, the way your credits are awarded is, so if you were to join on the 1st of January, on the 1st of February, I'm going to go through and uh, check out your, your profile, see if you've made your post, see if you've been uh, Legion loyal. And if you have, that's how you're going to get your credit. And uh, something that I've noticed, and um, actually uh, another shout out to uh, our boy Billy Guns. He is another uh, very Legion loyal member, and yep. um, you know, Die hard. looks out for the Legion in many ways. Um, not just making you know custom graphics, uh, which got sent out to a couple people, mm -hmm. and uh, different things like that, but also letting me know when when there may be some fraudulence afoot in the Legion, oh. and um, brought to my attention that some people. Uh, when I check your codes on the day uh, a month after you joined or two months after you joined or three months after you joined, um, that day when I check your posts, if you don't have your code in your, your posts, you're not going to get credited for those posts. And if you go and change your posts after I don't send you your credit and tell me, oh, no, look, I've, I've made my posts. Okay. I, I, made, I made them all after you went and edited your captions. You know, we've got homies like Billy Guns that are going to screenshot and, and show us that you actually didn't have those captions in when your deadline That's gangster. was up. And, That's uh, so gangster. So we see you snakes. Yep. We, we see it. We Good know. on Billy for catching that, too. Billy Guns is going to get some extra love for that one. I actually go back real far with Billy Guns. Um, I've known Billy Guns. Probably a good 10, 11 years because he used to do, um, he used to upload all the pictures and graphics for RX Muscle. And I was working for RX Muscle and Dave. So we're all part of the Dave Palumbo family. My little <laughs> children's, everything that you've got in life, you owe to me. So keep that in mind. Even your fellow Legionnaires are watching you to make sure that you're not being fraudulent because nobody wants to be on the team with somebody that's fraudulent. Everybody wants everybody working for everybody. No, we got some hawks. Like, like I mean, Barbara Bacon is to be expected. He's a cop. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, He's like, investigating that shit. Uh, the fact that, that one of your own called you guys out and was like, nah, they don't deserve t-shirts, I think is great. Because I'm like, sweet, because I was about to lose a lot of money on that. So, um, you know, we'll figure out what we're, we're going to do with that. I have a couple cool things in the pipeline, guys, that I want to talk about before I shut this down. Um, 
my ice cream, my iso cream. Oh, it's so good. Which I did hammered one night, by the way. And for the record, I don't drink anymore. But this just goes to show I don't. I do not by any means think I was an alcoholic. But if I was, it sure was functioning. Because I came up with this brilliant idea with my buddy Don over at Excel. And uh, what I really like is I cock-blocked a competitor. Uh, <laughs> cough, 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 con. Uh, into, into, uh, into, <laughs> into not being able to do the ice cream. Because, well, blacks don't just that much better. Competitor. Uh, no, it's not, they're not a competitor. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, we've got our iso cream made from our isolation. Dropping at the Arnold. Mm. How cool is that? Nothing better than ice cream droppings. So if I have uh, somebody that shows up at my booth that wants to work, which there's a few people that have been asking me for work, and I'm like, I don't have anything for you, for you to do. Well, you might be on ice cream duty. You may have to scoop out some cream for us. You're going to be scooping out. There, we're going to have five gallons of all three flavors. And so somebody's going to have a shitload of little cups and spoons, just handing them out to everybody in line, and we will take orders there. And Don will actually ship them out Monday and Tuesday, so you can get them right away. As soon as you get back from the Arnold, you have ice cream waiting for you. This ice cream is only going to have uh, two grams of fat per serving, so it's super low fat. And uh, the carbs will not be more, depending on the flavor, than six grams. We're trying to keep it at four or five, so you can keep it, keep it going if you're on keto. Uh, and the protein, depending on the flavor, will be between 13 and 16 per serving. And a pint, if you eat the whole pint, which many of us will do, a pint's really not all that much. Multiple pints? <laughs> yeah, a pint's really not all that This is a little pint. If you eat a pint... Uh, you're getting about 40 grams of protein, uh, 44, 45, depending on, on which flavors we go with. Looks like we're going with the chocolate, vanilla, and a mint chocolate chip, which we were all saying none of us really like mint chocolate chip. I actually hate mint. Yeah, My so girlfriend loves mint ice cream, and I hate it. I yeah. It's like brushing your teeth with ice cream. Me too. And But my dad loves mint chocolate chip, so I did it as a surprise. You know, Everyone knows how close I am with my dad. And I was like, you know what? Let's get Chief Rich. Um Let's get him some mint chocolate chip. So I surprised him with the mint chocolate chip, but we all ate it first before Constable he even tried Rich. it. Constable Rich. <laughs> um, I was calling him Chief Rich because uh, when I was in, in school, I don't know if you guys did this down here in Florida, but we had this day called Indian Day. Like when you were in elementary school? Yes. Yes, we had that. And they teach you about like Native Americans. You make like shit with popsicle sticks and stuff like that. Because yeah, like, obviously Indians made stuff with popsicle sticks. Now right? we don't do that anymore because it's racist. Yeah, it is. They, they even sang like, like bootleg Indian songs. But my dad came to hang out and like assist. And the Indian teachers named him Chief Rich. That's, Never that's forgot an honor. So he's still Chief Rich to me. Uh, but I made Chief Rich uh, the, the mint, and we all tried it before Chief Rich, and we all agreed it was the best flavor that we've done. Yeah, he barely even got to try any. Yeah, I was like, dude, let's get my dad in here before we eat all this. And everyone's like, dude, this is the best flavor. we got to do this. So now I got mint. So I'm going to have 20,000 units of isocream coming out the weekend of the Arnold. Uh, you'll be able to order them directly from the website. You will have to order by case. The reason being... If you don't order it by case, the shipping will get far too out of hand. So if you order a case, which is six, um, it'll ship on dry ice, ice within 48 hours. And uh, the, the shelf life is eight months. So if you don't eat it for eight months, you know, that's on you. Yeah. Uh, but most of you are going to blow through it really fast. And it, this is not like, you know, this isn't your, you know, fitness girlfriend's protein ice cream. This ain't some Halo Top whack protein ice cream flavored ice. This is real ice cream. This company makes real ice cream. They don't care about people that are focused on nutrition. We became friends, and he was like, look, you're not a competitor to me. I'm making regular ice cream. He was this like, is real deal cream. Yeah. He's like, I'll make your, your protein taste like regular ice cream. I was like, I'll believe it when I see it and taste it. And he did. I, I, I really did not think we were going to do this. He's a fucking wizard. But I let people do stuff like this for me all the time, and then I break their, their hearts and their dreams. So I was like, I'm going to break your dreams, buddy. And then I, I couldn't. In fact, I, I called him right away. 
And I, everyone knows I do not like talking on the phone. I'm like, why are you calling me? Email me or text me. Uh, but I called him on the phone. And I was like, dude, I want to do this freaking ice cream right now. And he was like, that impressed, huh? And I was like, I cannot believe it. Nobody in the office could believe it. David was like, this is not protein ice cream. And I was like, why would I make it all up and go through, through the trouble of doing this? He's like, no, I can taste the milk in it. It is made with skim milk. So the only extra calories besides the protein are from the actual skim milk. Um, I just and- had a great idea. We need a peanut butter flavor. We'll absolutely do. I can do anything. Any ice cream that you can think of, cookie dough, shit like that. Now, now when you're putting those little, little extra chunks in it, of course, that's a little bit of extra calories. Macros, baby. Uh, but you're still getting that extra protein that you wouldn't be getting and, and the very low fat, which is what makes it imp- impressive. Um, then some of the idiots started getting into, like, is it a sorbet? And all. D- don't, be, don't, don't be like that. Don't make it complicated. Yeah, it's just good. It's ISO. It's cream. It's good. It's protein ice cream. Just eat it. Yes, Stop. Please. Don't do that. Um, apparel is also dropping. All the new apparel. So this is cool. The girls were going nuts over the new apparel. And what they were saying was, although they like what we released first, that the particular material that we're using for the leggings was more of a compression material. And a lot of the girls with serious booties, like Corey's girlfriend, Crystal, I mean, she's got a huge butt. And it wasn't popping because they were, they were compression. Now, compression is great for, like, moms that want to keep it all pulled in. You know, they had a baby. They're loose. They'll little cellulite back there. They feel a little uncomfortable. A little self-conscious. Yeah, it'll pull it in. It'll hold it in. Make sure it's holding in there. Yeah, you're not, not going to see anything. Now, a lot of these young fitnessy girls, they don't want that. They want the opposite. They want it to flow out. So what we did was we took thinner materials. We took uh, Heather material, which is, was one of when I was uh, – back when I was running Celestial Bodies with the team here. We uh, had a lunar series. And that material, uh, the Heather material, is, is very soft and stretchy. And so I threw that scrunch in there, and the girls put them on, and they were going nuts this weekend. And I got so many DMs from girls. They, they said they really like this material better. It's, it's a lot more form-fitting. It will accentuate the hell out of your bootay. And I expect those to be very big. We're going to be selling those, and they're also releasing the weekend of the Arnold. We'll be doing some cool video campaigns for that, kind of like we did with, for the sleeveless hoodies, which are still available, of course, on the website. There is a little bit of the presidential TVs left over still. I would get on those because we're not doing those again. Um, it took him forever to get those. It so took they're... me so long. And I, and I will be completely honest. The, the V is not as deep as I wanted it to be. He always wants a deeper V. American Apparel nailed it. They really did. They nailed it. And then they friggin' stopped doing it. Like, why? Why did you have to do that? There's a lot of upset gay guys and a lot of upset over-the-top metrosexual guys. And we want those deep Vs back. I want my V's to be super deep, like like the Versace dress that J-Lo wore that year at the Oscars that like broke the friggin' world. He wants it to look like a vest, but it's connected by the belly button. Yes, exactly. That's how deep <laughs> I want it. Um, but th- it's still deeper than your average V-neck. Guys, we're doing our best to give you red hoodies. You ask me about that every day. We're doing our best to get triple extra large. It's I coming. get asked that every day. It's all coming. Probably a lot of stuff going down in March. I am very apologetic over... The lack of inventory that we have right now, completely out of our hands. I'm playing the best role I can as the bad guy because I'm used to being the good guy, and it's not on me. The FDA rated manufacturing. We cannot predict stuff like that. We didn't know they were going to rate us when they rated us. My dad remains very optimistic that we will be back to full speed by March 1st. I think it's going to be more like June 1st. I hope that he is right on this one and not me. Um, Me too. Yeah, I really do. (laughs) I hope that he's right. So we shall see. I will be keeping you guys updated as uh, time goes along, and uh, products will be trickling in. 
And um, just because I like you guys that listen to the podcast, I will let you know I saw what is supposed to be a prototype for a red, possibly blue, possibly other colored hoodies. Mm. So that, you know, maybe coming sooner rather than later. I know we tell you guys all the time soon, soon. But, um, you know, when prototypes start showing up, that's, you know, not too many other steps before you start getting yes. full product. Very good news. So. Stuff is coming. It's coming slow and steady. Not as fast as I want. Not as fast as you guys want. You guys want it instant. I get it. We all want things instantly these days. Um, if you have not listened to the Kendra Lust podcast, which was the last podcast, please listen to it. It was outstanding. She was amazing. Um, lots of exciting stuff in the works for Entice. And um, although I did go a day early, you guys still submitted in lots of questions. So this will be on its regular schedule. And uh, I'm going to be in Columbia. Uh, I'll be holding down the fort here while he's in Columbia with the rest of the crew. Yeah, it's a small crew. It's, it's literally just me, Fabian, David, and Claudia. That's it. Oh, and Stephanie Sukara is coming in Akeem. Uh, to represent the athletes with big Akeem. Um, I, I will be in a suit. Look for what flash and pizzazz I, I bring to Columbia. Um, I'll probably bring my, my three favorites, the classier stuff. Not so much of the flashier stuff, the class. Sometimes I go flash. Sometimes I go class. But I always keep it real. Keeping it real with them. Um, shout out to all the five percenters that have made their way over. You're welcome with us. Probably not going to be welcome anywhere else, and I, I'm not <laughs> to be a dick. So, absolute tremendous uh, outpour of of appreciation. And yeah, love for real and support from you guys. Yep. Um, you know, we had a feeling that that's you know the note that we were going to get back from you guys, and and you know the f- feeling is mutual. Um, was very touching to read a lot of your stories that you know you messaged in, and there was a lot of. You know, you know, I met Rich this way. Things were great up mm-hmm. until this point. Things went this way. I wasn't really happy. And, and, you know, we are more than happy to have all you guys on the team and, and to show you how things should be run and that, you know, loyalty is everything here. And we don't forget that after a couple of years. No, and I think that for, for them, and this is not a dig on the brand at all, um, I think that they'll really like being here because our products are so powerful. And Rich was smart in the sense that he put out very mainstream products. He put products that he knew he could sell everywhere. So we put out the products that make the FDA want to put us in jail. So, but you guys, you guys are hardcore, so you guys will like that stuff, which is why we've built the, the huge cult following that we have, which is why we've tasted so much success so fast. Um, although it has been six years, um, we also had multiple emails come in saying that they had never heard of Blackstone Labs before. They only ever used five percent, and because of the way that we came out with the video, that they would be diehard Blackstone Labs yeah. fans forever. Now, no, I was talking about it with Jared yesterday, actually, my partner, and he owns Gaspari High Tech, LG Sciences, Prime Nutrition, um, a bunch of other companies. I Force can't even keep up with all the companies that he owns. Uh, you know, he's a, a, a major player, if not the biggest player in the game. And, and he said it too. He was like, you know, those guys, they're a perfect fit for, fit for y'all. And they're, they're, you know, they're hardcore, but you, y'all are the most hardcore. So, and, um, you know, Just he even says fit. it, you know, his, his brand, which when people ask me who's my main competitor, I'm like my own partner, Jared's brand, you know, but, you know, he even says, he's like, you know, high tech, we, we, we just don't have the hardcore following that you guys have, you know? So we're working on a very cool product now. Uh, no one has ever done anything like this. The person who's come the closest to it is Jared, who put out an IGF-1 product. Um, we have put out Growth, which is a GH product. He's put out Somatomax, which is an IGF slash growth product. We have put out Anesthetize, which is similar to Somatomax. We're kind of combining all that shit into one and doing a straight IGF, GH, like, peptide basically releasing um product that has really 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 cool study i'm gonna absolutely start taking this one i kind of screwed up when i was taking his igf1 product but this is basically two products in one now and i don't know that we'll do it in a powder or a capsule yet we're going to test it both ways 
but it'll be a game changer for sure that nobody else has. And um, I'll keep you guys in the loop on that. Man, you guys are getting some good info here today. I don't even know about that product. Yeah, yeah. There's, I've been talking quite a bit with Jared lately just because of all the manufacturing stress that he's been going through up there um, and, and his battle with the FDA that, you know, I'm lucky in the sense that I'm not actually myself fighting them. He's fighting them for us. And better, better that he do it than me because he's way more uh, used to this. He's been fighting for 20 years. So um, if anybody can fight the FDA and win, it's Jared. So, and he feels very confident that we're going to get the DMAA back. I hope that he's right on that. Because uh, I know you guys are missing it. Viper X is now out in powder. So for those of you that loved the Cobra Extreme powder, it's now out in powder form under the name Viper X with a better uh, flavor system. Ingredients are the same, better taste. It is delicious. Mm-hmm. Taste tested was crazy good. Trying to perfect everything, guys. So um, that's all I got. I don't know if you got anything you want to drop. I think that's uh, that's about it, man. We appreciate you guys uh, watching the podcast, listening, whether it's on the way to work. Uh, thank you to everybody that you know wished me to, to get well soon, and, and thank you for all the love here on the podcast. Uh, I'll be rocking with you guys for a minute. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Great, great job. Happy to have Josh back, although I didn't mind trading him for Kendra. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I wouldn't mind trading you for Kendra either. No, I know you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. right. On that note, we'll close this thing out, guys.